Hey, Rhonda Brunson with the Picking Strawberries podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, and 1.5 million teens will be victims of dating abuse this year. At the Choose Courage Foundation, our teen ambassadors take over all of our social media channels this month to talk about healthy dating peer-to-peer. So I invited Mackenzie, a junior. She plays softball, volleyball. She cheers. She's on National Honor Society. She's an AP and dual credit classes. But she's also been a teen ambassador for us for three years. She gives back and she's passionate about this cause. I'm so glad she joined this conversation because she got real and she got authentic. And there's a lot of wisdom in what she has to say. And Mackenzie gets me excited for this next generation. We can prevent this generation of abuse. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm absolutely thrilled that you're here. If you're looking for a community who's searching for the beauty in every day, having authentic conversations about how we can give back and make this a better place, I encourage you to subscribe to Picking Strawberries. Join me and my guests as we're talking about real things, real life, and how we can take the positive and make us better and all the people around us shine brighter. Hey, Miss McKenzie, welcome to Picking Strawberries, February Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, Teen Takeover, one of our Choose Courage ambassadors. Thank you for taking time out of your crazy schedule to join me tonight. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so fun. I've really been looking forward to doing this conversation all week. So you have been a teen ambassador for the Choose Courage Foundation. And it's about promoting healthy relationships. Why is that important to you? Why have you said yes for three years, donated your time and talent? What's your why? Well, first when Rhonda asked me if I wanted to be a teen ambassador for Choose Courage Foundation, I was a little skeptical and I honestly had no idea what it's about. I had no idea about teen dating violence like at all. And I didn't notice how much it was actually happening around me and how big of a deal it was. After my first production day, it was obvious to me how big of a deal it was and that I was brought here for a reason. And especially in the time we were living in, most teens grow up with separated parents and they don't have a model relationship to see. And I think it's important that young people see healthy relationships, know how they should be treated and how they should treat others. I am proud to be a part of the Choose Courage Foundation and I think some teens need to see that there's hope if they're stuck in an unworthy and unhealthy relationship and that there is a way out. Oh, I love it. Well, we're so glad you came the first time and you keep coming back. Definitely one of our strong leaders. We appreciate that. What do you wish? I'm going to get real for a second and you get to say what you want. So here's your platform. What do you wish adults knew and understood about teen dating today? Because I feel like I'm super hip and cool, and I also recognize it's different. It's different than when I dated as a teen. I wish adults would realize that the world has changed since that they were kids, and that as much as I hate to say it, it was a while ago since they were teens. And I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that they wouldn't compare their times as kids to ours now. 
because I know sometimes my parents are like, oh, well, it wasn't that bad when we were kids, so it can't be as bad as it is. It can't be that bad now. And the truth is that it can be, and there's a huge difference. And I know that social media is a huge thing now, and it complicates relationships. Like, for example, Snapchat, it lets people track each other, and everything goes away once you send it, which is kind of scary. And it could be a huge thing for teen dating violence because there could be bad messages, photos, videos sent that parents might not know about, and there's no proof. And I wish that they would realize how advanced teen dating is now and that most kids our age, like, don't just think holding hands is, like, a big deal. Like, they are way more advanced than normal. So it's kind of, um, like, the world now is very manipulative and they need to compare themselves to others. So it's a lot harder. Dating's a lot more difficult than it was back then because of new communication and influence. It feels like that. I mean, I just, everything you're saying feels like truth to me, looking at it from adult perspective. So how can we, the grownups around y'all, be more helpful? How can we help y'all navigate this new world? First of all, I would say helping us navigate social media and knowing like boundaries. And as much as I hate to say it, I think like time limits are good to set and just making sure that we're still involved in our family and not like separating ourselves because sometimes I'll be on TikTok and just get distracted and not realize how long I was actually on there. And I think it's a good thing that we have parents. Like I have parents that I can like talk to if I need anything. And I think another good thing that parents could do is that if they aren't together anymore, they could set still set a good example of communication and uh, relationships for us because I know that I have a few friends that their parents have been divorced and they just like don't talk to each other at all. And I think that's not good and that for their kids, they should find a way to be able to co- co-parent with each other. And because I know that if kids grow up in a messed up home life, then they won't expect as much out of their future spouse. That's great. I love all that. So we talk a lot with um, teen dating violence and part of the way you can like put armor around yourself, protect yourself is to come from a place of worthiness. How do you think that that sets you up for a healthy relationship? How do you feel that being a teen? So I am very blessed because I've seen stability in my parents' relationship for more than 22 years. And I've seen stability in both of my grandparents' because they have had strong, loving relationships for more than 50 years, which is very uncommon nowadays. And as I've, as I've grown up, I've watched their relationships and their connection and love grow, and that makes me realize my worth and what a happy relationship actually looks like. And I think that knowing your worth is the first step to a happy relationship because it helps you to recognize when um, something feels wrong and that we shouldn't accept less than what we deserve. And I have a wonderful family who will make sure that the guy I end up with is deserving of me and that they know not to mess with us because they just love me so much and won't let me go down that path. And I was brought up in the church, so I know that all things are possible with God in my life and that ever since I was little, I was loved and worthy of respect. And so now that I'm older, I know to accept those attributes in my relationships. You know, I think one of the most powerful things you said in that was like, you're going to know 
what feels worthy and what's okay. And there's just so much to trusting that you know what's best for you, right? If you can show up in worthiness, those instincts, trust those instincts and how that feels. So February, Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. The teen takeover is happening for the Choose Courage Foundation for the entire month of February. We encourage everyone to come follow. It's pretty fun. It's pretty funny. What content, since you've this is your third year doing different content, what were you most excited about with the content that we worked on this year? This is probably a very uncommon answer, but I have to say the interviews that we did this year, because I know in the past few years, there's been like some goofy questions and stuff, but this year, like, I feel like everybody was so honest and that they put so much thought into each and every answer. And I just like sitting in the rooms, it shocked me. Like I learned so much about teen dating violence by listening to different people's perspectives and their home life situations that they grew up in. And it was just really like astonishing to hear. And I'm also excited for the group and individual shots because they turned out great this year. You know, I've been, you know, when I was editing all the videos, I was shooting, so I didn't see all of those things. (laughs) And I just kind of sat back. and was like, they got real. They got authentic this year and just dug into what this was. So it's, it's an exciting month coming. And well, let's talk about production day itself. Eight to 10 hours, photography crews, video crews, balloons, bubbles, shenanigans, <laughs> lots of food, right? So we much have, fun. Yes. Yeah, so we have teens, so so much food. We feed you. Is there a memory? <laughs> and maybe you, I don't even want to know this memory, right? Because sometimes I think, dear Gordoness, we're going to get kicked out of this venue. But <laughs> is there a memory that stands out for you in the past three years? Well, I'm sure you remember this memory when you let me and Kira vlog the day. That was so much fun. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) We went around to different groups and we made a vlog of what we did throughout the day. And we just had so much fun going around and videoing as I took pictures, videos, and especially all the outtakes. Because going back and watching those later was so funny. And it's just a memory that stuck with me today. I had forgotten about that. I feel like that may have to come back for your senior year. That may have to make a reentrance next year, for sure. Okay, so you have a younger sister. She's several years younger than you. When it's time for her to date, what advice are you going to be giving her? Um, Landry is one of the most like important people in my life. And every day I try to make her feel loved and worthy Because I know middle school, she's 11, so middle school is a very hard age, especially with she's gone through times with, like, tough friends who are mean to her, and that just, like, really upsets me as a sister. And I don't want to, like, even experience her having a bad relationship with a guy because I know, like, that's going to be really hard. So I make sure that the right guy is going to get her because she's just beautiful inside and out, and I want her to know that she's, like, worthy of so much. And... I already take her on outings with my guy friends who treat her like a little sister to make sure that she sees what's appropriate behavior. And I will also make sure that it's, that she knows that it's like okay to say no and to know your limits and to not go past them. And I want her to know what's best for her so she doesn't settle for less. And especially she knows that I will always be here for her and make sure that she's taken care of. 
so great. Everyone needs a big sister like Mackenzie. <laughs> okay, you're a junior. I know you're getting hit this all the time. What's coming? What are you doing? Where you're going? Have you started looking forward? I don't know that you have a choice. Junior year, it kind of starts to be forced. And any ideas like post high school? Once this is experience is done, what's the next one? Well, junior year has been absolutely crazy. It's honestly kind of sad going through and like for volleyball, it's like only one more season, softball, only one more season, cheer, only one more year. Just really like, wow, high school flew by. And although it's like like the countdown starts junior year. Yes. Right. The countdown starts junior year. Yeah. Yes. Like I only have one semester of junior year left and next year I'm going to be graduating and going off to college. So that's kind of scary. And I have to live on my own next year. So it's like learning a lot of life skills now. And I'm planning to go to Texas A&M University. Not that I had a, I mean, I had a choice, but both my parents went there and I, my cousin goes there. So a few weeks ago, I went and stayed with her and I just loved it there. It already felt like home. I plan to major in either education or nursing. My mom is a teacher and she loves it. So I have experience with kids because I babysit and I go in our classroom all the time. So I think that'd be a fun major to have. And nursing, I've just recently gotten into that. I think either labor and delivery nurse because I love kids or just a pediatrician would be fun. So I have a few majoring ideas and I really do want to start a family and live out my dreams of having kids and being a mom because I love kids. But I am going to make sure that I live out my dreams before I settle down and bring someone else into my life who could alter those dreams. Um, So I just really want to work on myself in the next few years and make sure that my happiness is first. That's fantastic. What a great looking forward. That's perfect, right? If you can stay there, all the rest is the journey, right? It's the journey. Okay. This was awesome. Thank you. Such a great conversation. Let's close it out like I always do on Picking Strawberries. Some fast fire questions that we get to know Mackenzie. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. What is your go-to snack? I like the Dots pretzels specifically in the red bags. Those are my favorite. Okay. That's very specific. Last (laughs) show that you binge watched. I last binge watched Jenny and Georgia over Christmas break. Favorite toy as a child? Ooh, my favorite toy as a child. That's hard. I think any type of ball because I loved sports even back then. So like a bouncy ball or just any type of ball. (laughs) How do you spend a rainy day? Ooh, I spend a rainy day normally at home. I would love to spend it at home, but normally it's at school and class. But I like sitting at home and putting on a good movie and baking some cookies. What inspires you? Um, I have to say my dad inspires me because he works a full-time job as a firefighter and then comes home and he started a part-time job and is doing a buy-sell business. And so that just really inspires me that he can, the work ethic he has and the love he has for our family. Tell me one word to describe your life today. I'm going to say hectic because I have a lot of tests tomorrow and a cheer competition coming up this weekend. So it's just a lot. 
That feels fair. And you're a junior. I feel like every junior in the country (laughs) just said, yes, ma'am. Right? That's true. (laughs) That's true. Well, thank you so much for being an ambassador, being a part of Choose Courage the last three years. Coming on the podcast tonight, you had some pretty amazing things to say that um, I really hope us grownups listen to because I think there's a lot of wisdom there. And I really appreciate that. Thank you, Mackenzie. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. I knew that conversation was going to be awesome. So much wisdom, so much insight. And I think if us adults can keep listening to teens, we can figure this out together. If you have teenagers or you're around teenagers, I encourage you to share this podcast, share the Choose Courage Foundation social media pages this entire month of February during Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. And if you need help, help is out there. Go to loveisrespect.org. There are trained advocates available for you 24-7. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone.